Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Bag and Boardcast. It's episode number 208. I'm Chris. I'm John. And I'm Paul. And that was a really weird pause. <laughs> I was trying to change it up. I feel like I say the same thing every week. That's true. because we And we're a weekly <laughs> podcast. It comes to you every week. In three ways. The first being The Week in Geek, bringing you the top geek stories of the past week. Next. I know it's April Fool's, but we, we don't have any jokes this year, do we? No, no, that's dumb. Okay. Like you were saying earlier, it's terrible yeah. Like going online and like trying to be informed and everyone's putting up stupid news stories. Uh, like, yeah. Usually what we do is we just make up stuff yeah. that like people sent us and then we answer them. Because <laughs> that's fun. Because that's fun for us. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we go into the list, uh, the books that we are looking forward to coming out April 2nd. Then we follow that up with our weekly rotating ma- topic. And this week... It's the aftermath of the begging board comic creator, March Madness comic creator craze. Yeah. yeah. Bracket. 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 Craze, yeah. There's, there's like no that. buster, right? It's just a there's bracket. There's not a buster that's, in that that's one. That's a blockbuster buster. That's only in the movies for yeah. the summertime. Um, if you listen to the last two episodes, um, what we do is we match up writers and artists from DC versus Marvel. And then we went through a bracket and we had winners. Mm-hmm. Um, from over on the DC side, writer, uh, Scott, Sn- yeah, Scott, Scott Snyder. Snyder. And on the art side, we had Greg Capullo. Then over at Marvel, we had writer Jason Aaron. And for art, we had Chris Samney. So then we're taking it upon ourselves to pick our dream books that we would want to see them on. Mm-hmm. Well, not great, but. It's the crossing, winner crossing it's, the street. So yeah, it's, it's Greg the, Capullo with Jason Aaron and Scott Snyder with Chris Samney. It's the winners from each side. So yeah. Snyder and uh, Chris Samney won mm-hmm. for best writer and best artist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but also, what we have is a beer from uh, Pretty Things uh, Beer and Ale Project out of uh, Boston, Massachusetts. This is their Mellow Lark IPA. Um, this is something we've had. Meadowlark. Meadowlark. What'd I say? You said Meadowlark. Oh. It's, like, it's Meadow. It's Meadow. I uh, have a cold, so uh, my opinion is null and void. This is this was bottled, uh, I think it's a, it's the bottle not enjoyed by. Yeah, it was bottled August 2013. So we've had it for a little, little bit. Um, they're usually pretty good. I really like their brown ale mm-hmm. um, from... From pretty things, it's not a bad IPA. It's bitter, real bitter. I think it lost it lost the um, smoothness, the sm- sweetness it might have had. Yeah, there's really no sweet. It's a lot of bitter. It's got like a big full mouth feel, like it's like eating wheat almost. I, I can know. see that. Yeah, like an oatmeal stout kind of mouth feel, without just, being as dark. Yeah, mm-hmm. dries yeah. out a little bit. It's mm-hmm. not bad, but. Yeah, it's not, it's not superb. That's no, not something that I would beat down doors for. No, I, I, but I wouldn't shut doors on it either. It's not bad. When you kick it out of bed, it's gonna depend on what else is waiting outside, <laughs> begging to get in. All right, sounds good. <laughs> you, you tried your little your uh, sippy yeah. Susie there? Yeah, yeah, I did. We call sips sippy Susies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I tried. I said really bitter. I know. Yeah. And then I said my opinion's null and void. I have a cold. <laughs> they were pretty much right on. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> so I think you're uh, 
Back in the game. Back in the back game. Back in the game. And also, let's get back into the news. Guys, what news do you have other than a Xbox One price drop, but not official, but kind of official? Walmart is offering the Titanfall package for $450, and also uh, the non-bundled editions also hit that lower price point of $450. Hmm. Um, it's going to be interesting kind of to see what's going to happen with this, because... That was something that happened maybe like a week or so ago. Yeah. Like this is when Titanfall came out, almost like right like the week after that. Mm-hmm. They dropped the price on these bundles. So it's interesting to see what how this is going to work for Microsoft, especially on the heels that Sony is having some problems with their in-house developers. Like the one like creative officer from Naughty Dogs left. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the games that they were like really banking on are kind of slowing down. Yeah, not Naughty happening. Dog, known for uh, the not Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider Uncharted. games. Uncharted, thank and you. And then uh, Last of Us. Oh, yeah, Last of Us. That's probably their biggest game. But, like, I don't see that, other than DLC coming out, the the uh, Left Behind game just came out, right? Yeah, it was a little while ago, I guess. Oh, wow. um, but is there any real sequel opportunity for The Last of Us? Well, like, I don't know how... I, I didn't play game. it. I mean, you could probably have something else set in that world, and they were working on another Uncharted game. And, like, the head writer who did all the Uncharted games left the uh, studio. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't see that. Well, RZ loves those games. Yeah. How's how's the Ratchet and Clank franchise doing? They That's a big PlayStation. That's, that's, that's good for the That's one of those games, games, like, they can put them out, like, every now and then, and people pick them up because it's like, hey, it's a fun family like, action-adventure game. Well, isn't, I don't uh, think there's anything out. Infamous? Infamous Second, Second Son just came out yeah. like, a couple weeks ago, which actually is supposed to be pretty good. But mm-hmm. And they're made by the same Sucker people Punch. that did uh, Sucker Punch, which did Sly Cooper. Yeah. Which is rumored to be in a m- movie talks, Sly Cooper. You know, I wouldn't mind a Sly Cooper animated movie. Yeah. Be fun. I don't think I've ever played it on the games. Like it looks games really cool. Yeah, they're cell shaded like that Borderlands. Yeah, so. looks. Cool. Yeah, got they're on. It was PS2, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think there was a PS3 one. I could be wrong. They did. They had um. They did an HD collection of the original like three games, and they had uh, Sly Cooper: Thieves in Time. Okay. So they did the HD collection, which is what they did for like every. Yeah, game and then franchise. they're like, "Hey, there's a market for this. Let's yeah. make another one." Or they did it right before they released. I think it was that. Like, it worked for God of War. You know, they did yeah. HD collections and then released God of War 3. And well, especially because it's those games that you haven't been able to play <laughs> in, in years. HD. You know, if you had a PS2 and then you upgraded to a PS3 and you got rid of your PS2, like, you could probably get them as, like, a downloadable game, mm-hmm. but Much just like to repackage it, that's easy money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look but at also, Final Fantasy. They've been yeah. repackaging HD collections in X10, what, yeah. 10 and then like the 10-2 10 10 package came out. Come, yeah. Did it come out or is it yeah, still I think it came out? out. I think it came out together. Like it was a collector's edition where it was like both. a pack, but I don't know if it's actually out yet or not. Pretty sure it is, but. Um, but also, I mean, they've, Santa Monica Studios, the company that did the God of War games, is laid off a bunch of people Oof. too. Like that was on the heels of everything that happened with, um, Irrational. Mm-hmm. The developer behind Bioshock. Yeah, well, Kevin, Kevin Levine, Levine, mm-hmm. he wanted just to make smaller games again. He didn't want to do have to turn out a big Bioshock anymore. Those big Bioshocks are great. Yeah, well, they're still gonna have but, them. It's just gonna be 
2K that makes yeah. those games by another studio. But then, I mean, the God of War games, those are huge for Sony. Mm-hmm. And that developer laying people off is going to set them back. And they had a new IP that they were working on. Supposedly that was like something crazy awesome that they were really proud of. And mm-hmm. then everyone on that team got let go. Well, it's, I think this happens every new generation, video game generation, where... uh just studios just kind of implode because of the cost that is associated There's, with developing for we, these higher gra- and graphic machines. And we talked about this when uh, there was the news about Irrational, and mm-hmm. it's just it's such a time and money sink, and you there's no way you can yeah. recoup all that because so much of that money goes directly to the publishers. Yeah, when three hundred million dollars is a bust, you know, at Tomb Raider, they made three hundred million dollars in its opening like week. A launch week, and it was a it was considered a bust because of how much money they sunk into it. It's it's kind of crazy, and it's, it's unfortunate it's, because the games are really good. But it sucks because we're in a weird spot right now where hmm. people want those huge, big budget blockbuster games. Like, oh my mm-hmm. god, this is beautiful, this is gorgeous, the gameplay is awesome. And then after they finish it, they're like, okay, well, what's next? And, but then they also like those cheesy little, like, hey, I can pick up this game, play it for five minutes on my phone, and then two weeks later I'm playing something different. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no middle ground anymore. It's either you have the hype and, like, attention behind a huge game mm-hmm. that as soon as it comes out, people are done with it, or you have those tiny little fun games yeah. that people sink a shit ton of money into, and then they're like, oh, well, now I can play this. I don't know, Rust is doing pretty well, and that's not a huge game. It's a middle-of-the-road, like, but in Unity. Rust is never going to do, like, the Call of Duty money. It's doing Minecraft money, and Minecraft made money. But here's the thing, I don't think it's going to be doing Minecraft money. Minecraft is still doing Minecraft money. Yeah, that's true. Rust (laughs) is doing pretty well. This is where we lose John, by the what? way. No, it's funny because I actually just him. watched the episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine where uh, the captain starts playing Crazy Cupcake, <laughs> yeah. and like that's that's the thing. Like, it's people like those kind of games, but you get done with it, yeah, like, and you're you swear it off, and then you're like, man, I sunk a lot of money to buy that thing to blow up that cupcake. So all those studios, like when they say they want to just do those smaller games, it's like, okay, well, you have that option open to you. Okay, uh, but for, where's, where's the art? For Rust, uh, la- in March last year, uh, the game made roughly $22 million. Uh, but that didn't account for Val's cut. So they're estimate, estimating about 14.3 million euros. Yeah, that's, that's before not, before tax. That's not, uh, uh Minecraft money. <laughs> yeah, not yet, but My, it's, but you know what, you know what about Rust? Still in beta. Minecraft puts out a skin pack, and they probably make yeah. that much money. <laughs> Rust is Rust is still in that part where we're like, "Hey, did you hear about Minecraft? Yeah, you have to go on the website and then like purchase, pre-purchase it, and then you can download it." That's where Rust is right now, but it's also on Steam. It's it's you know pre-release still, <clears throat> and it's from last year it brought in twenty-two million last March. Kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. You know what this is kind of crazy? What? Batman's 75 now. Whoa! Just this past week, DC Comics celebrated Batman's 75th anniversary since uh, his first appearance in Detective Comics number 27. Oh, cool. 
and the subsequent Batman number one. Uh, well, it was um, Saturday, right? I think so. Yeah, this past Saturday or Friday. Yeah, yeah, because it's also the same day as Greg Capullo's birthday. Oh, interesting. Nice. But Greg Capullo's not seventy-five. Not seventy-five. 75. So no, 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 no. Not the same date. But see. It's a long, long time for a comic book. I mean, we just had Superman's anniversary this past year as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One woman coming up. Remember how big of a deal that was? Yeah. Man of Steel came out, and they were kind of trying to hem it into, like, oh, Superman 75. Well, they did all those, like, uh, what was it, the Canadian? Oh, loonies. the Canadian Mint did uh, all yeah. thing. Yeah. We talked about that. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I forgot about the Canadian Mint. They celebrated. Where's our American silver dollar, Captain? Uh, all I know is my mom. My mom texted me like three months after the Superman anniversary thing. I was like, "Hey, Superman anniversary!" I'm like, "Mom, that was a while ago. I just found out." All right, thank you, mom. It, it's it's one of those anniversaries that doesn't really mean yeah. anything, though. Like the fact that DC celebrated. The like the little emblems on the Superman mm-hmm. comics, they launched Superman Unchained. Like, okay, that's mm-hmm. that's basically all I want and or expect a comic book company to do. Like, they celebrated Superman in the comic book way. Yeah, I mean, Batman, they'll probably have like the little logo mm-hmm. on all the Batman books coming out. They'll probably have a thing in the back of the Batman books being like, oh, seventy five years. Well, they did the whole anniversary issue for Detective Comics itself. Yeah. Uh, number what, seventeen? It was or actually twenty seven. Twenty seven. Yeah. Because yeah. it worked like it just mm-hmm. worked out that way. Yeah. Um. Cool. But yeah. So I'm going to say this. I'm going to throw this out there. Discussion question. Your favorite Batman moment from the past seventy five years, Paul? Go. Uh. Tsh- when, yeah. Yeah. When they killed Spoiler the first time. Oh. Oh, what a jerk move. Uh, Tim Drake given CPR, and that's how I learned CPR. And, uh, same storyline, same story <laughs> arc. Uh, probably, oh, man. Like, I don't know, man. They're, the animated series stuff was really good. Yeah, I, I think. John? I think my favorite would be the Batman animated. Yeah. Cuz that's I mean that's I loved comic books. I love mm-hmm. comic, you know, I had Batman the the movie then. Yeah. But those were those things that that's really what taught me everything about the Batman that's world. A, that's a badass Batman moment though when he's masquerading as Killer Croc at the uh poker table in the animated series. It's like I almost they got almost him. Almost got him. At, yeah. yeah. And they're all just the villains are just sitting around talking. Well, that was the greatest thing about the animated series was it was always focused on the b- villains, and then Batman would just kind of show up and yeah. like, save the day. And that was all I wanted for Batman. They, they did. It was just such a, such a great series. Well, and you're I, both wrong because the best Batman moment is the "I'm the goddamn Batman" from Frank Miller's no. All Star Batman and Robin. No, no. Moving on to other no. news. No, that's your April Fool's joke. Have you guys seen the no. new X Men: Days of Future Past trailer? No, no, because I've seen enough of those trailers. I'm done. I'm I'm ready for the movie. I have. Looks really cool. <laughs> it does look pretty good. Does it have more Robert Redford in it? No, that's not the, that movie. It has a lot more Peter Dinklage in it. Oh, some, oh good. Some yeah. Sentinel action. Uh, some Nimrod action. Nimrod, Colossus, Sunfire. Oh, sun, yeah, sun, uh, is it Sunfire or Sunspot? Sunfire. All right, because I know that Sunspot was supposed to be in it. 
They might have just gone to Sunfire instead. Maybe. I don't know. Or maybe they just mix them up. Could be. Get some, them, you get some ice man. them. You get Bobby Drake. You've got Bobby Drake ice, ice. ice manning and sliding like oh, he's good. supposed to. Um, you see some blank thrown or like, I forget what she calls them, but like the, bone. Like the dagger things. No, it's, it's the like uh, kinetic whatever. Telekinetic um, projectile. What else? Uh, Shards. Shards, yeah. Shards. Uh, Kitty Pride and Bishop on the run and like, yes. she's like phasing through stuff. Ellen Page? Yep. Okay. Um, we haven't really talked too much about like all this stuff, but Bishop looks awesome. Like he looks just like Bishop really yeah, should. He, he, he looks exactly <laughs> what you would expect Bishop to look like. And it's really hitting that fanboy kind of like, no, this is Bishop. Like if Bishop's going to be in a movie, he looks like Does this. Does he got the M tattoo? Yeah. So and he's got like the red oh, yeah, eyes. He's got, yeah. he's got the red eyes. He's got like the like the big dreads. Yeah, it's kind of more like the, the future, so early two thousands because he's got like the like the cloak kind of cape okay. on. But he's carrying a big gun too. So <laughs> I don't know. I'm not trying to get my hopes up, but you got your hopes. This up. this is a lot more what I want than X three is. Well, or was still has. Or I know, but here's or, the thing. Or the other origin movie. Yeah, this. Well, is looking a lot more like what I want it to be. Not saying it's going to be what I need it. But it what looks like it's going to be more pleasing. Yeah. Like it's got, it's not just, oh, we're just going to tag in the fastball special because everybody's been clamoring for it and we're going to do and it it's for like no Brett reason. Ratner being like, I guess people want this, so I'm going to put it in here. You know, it looks like this is, this is every, these are the things that you would want in the future of the, with the X-Men versus Sentinels. But the thing is that we get, we always get psyched up for these X-Men movies with telling of talking about which characters are in it. And I, I, I feel like that has let us down. In the I don't past. think we were, did we have that with the X-Men origins? Well, we were nervous about it with, uh, we with were these, really uh, the X-Men first class. We were nervous about it, but then we're like, well, we got this guy. That'll be cool. And then we got. You know, I don't know. I don't remember going in super psyched about that no. movie. I liked the costumes. I thought I liked that kind of canvassy, uh-huh. the way the the blue and gold suits worked. I know that I was looking forward to seeing that more. Mm-hmm. Well, based off of trailers, are you guys looking forward to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie? I don't know. Man. This, it, Have this, you seen it, Paul? Yeah, I saw that trailer okay. because I'm totally unsure about that trailer. You're kind of like the anti-trailer movie. guy. Well, yeah, so I wasn't sure if you saw what, it. When I, like, I watch trailers when I'm unsure about a movie and I want to make a buying decision. But once I've made my purchasing decision and I know I'm all in, <laughs> I kind of want to stop watching trailers because at that point my buying power is being diminished, you know? Because <laughs> now I'm now I'm watching stuff for free that I will be paying for later. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> No. Uh, well, we just got our first trailer for Michael Bay's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which is coming out this August, um, starring Megan Fox as April O'Neil. And what I'm probably most excited about, Will Arnett as her cameraman, Vern Troy, or what, what's his name? Vernon? I don't something. remember. I don't know. I, don't I can't, I'm Vernon's blanking on his forever. name. But yeah, uh, I don't know, it, it looks like a Michael Bay movie. It looks like a, and it, but, it looks like that you could just take out the turtles and put Transformers in. Yeah, well, because we, we talked about this because masses. it's like it's a Nickelodeon movie though. Like mm-hmm. before the trailer, they have like the big Nick, mm-hmm. and it seems like they're going a little bit more kid friendly with the it. Last Nickelodeon then, movie though I watched. Yeah. Oh, guys. Here's the thing. 
It was awful. Yeah, it wasn't great, but I thought you thought that movie was going to cure cancer or something. <laughs> like, uh, no, I just wanted it to tell the story that we got from the first season. I don't know. This it looks it's like a Ninja Trolls movie. It does, and if you're gonna be like, oh, if you're gonna be the person that say they can't change anything to make an up movie, blah blah blah, the basics are there. Yeah. They're not aliens. Be happy about that. It's called yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and yeah. you see like TGRI is involved, which kind of made me really happy. <laughs> the, for some reason, there's like a building falling over, and I was just like, oh, it's Michael Bay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, if he can't destroy a city, he has to have at least one building fall down. Yeah. Um, the, the turtles don't look too bad. Oh, like they, the, they're huge. They look good. Yeah. They're, they don't, they're a little bit bigger than you would yeah, expect. They, they're not lithe ninjas. They're, they're mutants. Emphasis yeah, but, on mutants. But here's the thing. Even think back to like the original Ninja Turtle movies. They weren't like, I'm pretty mean, sure. Like, I'm pretty sure that those ninjas could have beaten the crap out of those turtles because they were probably pretty slow. These guys look like they're going to, when they hit you, you're going down. Yeah, and these turtle boys won't cut them no slack. <laughs> oh. oh. See what I did there? Yeah. It's from see. the theme song, guys. Um, but oh, That's I, from Ninja Rap, isn't it? No. Go, Ninja, go, Ninja, go. I, I probably need to maybe another trailer to totally gear whether I can... Whether I have to see it in the theater or if I can just wait till it comes out. And that's really, I think I can get away with not mm-hmm. seeing it in the theater. But if somebody was I've, like, hey. I've, I've seen all the Ninja Turtle movies in the theater. Like, this one will probably be one of them as well. I'm saw, just saying. Yeah. It's going to be part of our summer movie Jeez, Buster, remember so. when we went to the opening of the, the Digi- TMNT? Yeah. yeah. And we were like, passes. it was. Just the three of us, three adults, and then moms and kids. Mm-hmm. And we were, I felt a little odd yeah. about standing there, like, at a 10.30 showing <laughs> in the morning with all those kids. Yeah, it was pretty weird. But I didn't think it was weird we at all. It. It, was, it was a movie sneak preview. I had free passes from work. We there went. You know. Yeah. We That's did. the only time I've ever seen that movie, so I'm glad I didn't put money towards it. Yeah. It did have Casey Jones in it, so. Yeah, that's Redeeming. True. That's true. Is Casey Jones in this one? I haven't seen anything yet. I don't think he I, is. I would love if he is, though. Casey yeah. Jones is like my favorite character. I just wanted him to teach Asian kids hockey. Because that hockey. was the best. Um, I'm trying to segue what you just said into uh, my next batch of news. Well, casting for uh, you know, Kitty Pride. She's just facing herself in and out of these comic book movies because a new writer is going to come on to uh, rewrite Fox's script for Queen and Country. I know that was an awful segue, and I'm, I, I'm sorry really I left you bad. down. Why didn't you just say it? Another like uh, sippy Susie? Yes, another sippy Susie, please. Um, we're like, going like, to the next beer, and John decided before we started recording that we now call sip sippy Susie's. Yeah, because you know, that's what that is, because you've heard it twice now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just so, like to get Paul to say it back to me. So there you go. Uh, what's it? The, the, the girl from Walking Through Walls, Kitty Pride. What's Ellen Page? Ellen Page. You said her name before. <laughs> I know. I just he's not feeling medication. well. Cold medication, man. I've. Forgot so many people's names today. It was kind of crazy. Uh, so yeah, she's still in t- rumored to be, or you know, cast to be Tara 
and Terra Chase and Queen and Country, uh, except I have to bring on, uh, rework the script to Red Fox. She's not exactly who I'd want. Like, after reading that first Mm -hmm. volume. Yeah, she's a hard grizzled. Yeah, Yeah. somebody that, that's gonna be opening that bottle of Jack and drinking almost the whole thing till she passes out to get to bed. Mm -hmm. I don't see Ellen Page doing that. You know? Well, they're going to rework the script so she doesn't have to. <laughs> Boom. Problem Boom. solved. Oh, boy. You know, she doesn't seem like she's got that hard edge, mm-hmm. you know, enough. Well, who knows? This could be her chance to prove that she can do that. Mm-hmm. Could. Could yeah. be. I, I mean, I'm, I agree with yeah. you. I don't see it. but Yeah. Like, watch her have her hard edge in the classic movie, Whip It. Where she played a roller derby girl. <laughs> she was a cracking from the sea in that one. There was a really good movie out that we went to go see, and you went to go see Whip It instead. With my wife. With yes. your wife, yeah. yeah. But it was like it was like one of those big comic book movies that you're like, you a, haven't seen that yet, Paul? It was a comic book movie. I'll, I'll give you another guess. I can't remember. I remember this occurrence, but I don't remember what the movie was. You were so angry at both Scott and I because both Scott and I went to see two different movies while you tried to talk about this movie. Because he show. went to see The Invention of Lying. Yes. And what did we see? I remember this. Oh my gosh! I don't remember the movie. You were so angry at us because you guys kept was it Scott derailing it. No. We oh. need to take a because we really. You know what, I know what okay. movie it was. Just just tell us because I can't remember. I was going to start looking it up. It was uh, going to be a television series. Then couldn't get launched as a television series, so they did it as a movie. Zombieland. Oh, okay. It was Zombieland. Yeah, Zombieland is so much better than either of those movies still. Yeah. <laughs> I hold true to that. And we just watched Hook last night, and Chris reminded me how you hate that, and halfway through I'm Hook like, is yeah, great. he does hate that! And I was like <laughs> mad for like ten minutes. <laughs> uh, I saw you put up on Facebook, like, who doesn't like Hook? It's like, Paul doesn't like I Hook, don't. that's who... And that movie's fantastic. <laughs> hey, you know what movie I hope is fantastic? What? Fantastic Four? No. Uh, <laughs> I have no hope for that movie. And it's nothing against the people involved. It's just Fox. Um, Avengers Age of Ultron. Mm. Even though we've already had Joss Whedon apologizing for it. What? Uh, he this pro- is an April Day's full snake. No, he has, he has a video up on YouTube apologizing to the city of Seoul. South Korea because of the mess they made of their city. Oh, well, we, because we, they had to do it. And he's hoping to show like South Korea in a way that's never been shown to people before. And it was, it was one of those, like, thank you for having us in your countries. Um, we're glad to be here. Sorry and for the mess. Sorry for the mess. Cause behind him, it's all just rubble. <laughs> um, didn't, um, didn't, uh, the producers and people working on, uh, Batman, the Dark Knight apologized to Chicago for all the damage they actually caused to foundation work and Probably. everything for the explosions they did. I, I so, believe it. So far, if you have to apologize for the rubble you make, it means we're getting a pretty good movie. But also in Avengers-related news, uh, we have new looks for Captain America. He's right. got a new suit in it. Yeah, he had a little, little new toy. Little, little, little tweaked. Yeah. It doesn't look too different from Makes the sense. original one. Got to have, instead of the round power reactor, you know, a, a triangle one. So now what? what is uh, Tony Stark's power reactor going to be? Power core? Power we'll chest? See. Well, um, no, well, no yeah, doesn't have the, he doesn't have the chest plate yeah. in anymore. Um, we also have a new look for Hawkeye. 
Of course. Who has like a trench coat looking thing going on. He's looking like Gambit. It's a, it's a lot more from the Avengers. He's, or not the Avengers, the Ultimates comic book. Oh. He's more Hansel from Hansel and Gretel. I still want to see that movie. It's on Netflix. It so is I'm on Netflix. I've been meaning to watch it. It was a bad. I don't expect it's anything him, great right? from it. Yeah. And he's wearing a trench coat in that too. Right? Maybe. And he, and he shoots coat. an arrow. And he shoots oh. arrows. He's got like crossbows. Yeah, but still. But we also got our first look at Ultron. Oh. From like paparazzi shots. You can't get the full feel of the costume because it's definitely a guy wearing a parka and then he has like the Ultron mask and shoulders and like a chest piece on. Mm-hmm. But you can tell they're just using that for the stand in and uh-huh. like partial shots and then everything else is going to be CG. Of course. But Johnny saw those pictures, right? I did not. No, you didn't. I had, I did. Uh, I saw the pictures. I didn't see the Ultron let's, picture. Let's take a pause and we'll take a look at Ultron. So, so we're back. We uh, paused for a second. We took a look at the Ultron stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you can definitely tell it's someone standing in to record like stuff. But yeah. uh, the mask is straight up Ultron. It's got the helmet handles on it. Mm-hmm. Um, Very. You can almost hear James Spader's voice now. Oh, what, what what are those called on a uh, on an ant? Mandibles. Mandibles. Yeah, you got mandibles. So you know, it's, yeah, it's cool. Red eyes. It's it'll be cool to see it in CGI. What does not look cool is Quicksilver. <laughs> Don't like it. No, Quicksilver looks a lot better than the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's comparing it to shit. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> yeah. you know, it, well, it looks a lot better than you know. Gambit looks a lot better than what we got in the made for TV movie of of the what, New Mutants or whatever that thing was called on Fox back in the day. Gambit wasn't in that. Wasn't that Gambit? Who was that? I didn't watch any of stuff. It was no. the White Queen, Jubilee, Gambit. Not Gambit. Banshee. Skin. It was Generation X. It was all okay. the Generation X characters. Oh, okay. Minus Chamber. Didn't have Chamber. Didn't have Chamber. They had Skin and Mondo and those mm. people. No Gambit. Oh, okay. My bad. Yes. So that was Banshee. <clears throat> it was Banshee. Well, Banshee and... He looked, the guy looked pretty good for Banshee, I'll no, say that. No, he, not as good as uh, the kid in uh, X-Men First Class. He was a better Banshee than, than the, the, the older w- Banshee. Yeah. With his weird chest cavity? No, sorry, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Whistle in the back? Yeah, I had that action figure and it was dope. Me too. Uh... No, I, he doesn't look bad. I, I think his facial, his face looks bad. I don't think the suit looks that bad. Just the way he's got like that dyed blonde hair, and then he's got like the dark beard like that. Uh-huh. Just that puts me off. Yeah. Okay. I don't think the suit looks that bad because I don't think it's like supposed to be his suit suit. Okay. I think it's just a guy that was in the thick of it, wrong place at the right time. Hmm. All right. Cool. Yeah. Any, any other news, guys? Um, that's all I have written down. Yeah, I think that's all I needed to cover. All right. Well, let's just jump right into comic books, shall we? Shall we? Uh, shall you? April 2nd, 4-2. Well, we also have this beer in yeah. front of us, oh, Paul. we do. I have a sippy sip left. Sippy Susie. Yeah. Uh, this that's is another doing. pretty things uh, that we had in the cellar. This is uh, Jack Dior, their uh, Saison, American Saison. I think I've had this before. Yes, we have had it it before. It's good. 
Yeah, it's not yeah, bad. It's, not it's bad. got a sweetness. It doesn't have that spicy punch. That it's really, got a little banana e to it. That's what I like out of a saison. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm not getting enough of the spice. Like mm-hmm. it's a little bit sweeter. It's not bad. I like it, but it's got that nice cloudy like look to it though. This that saison not, look. This would not be a saison I'd gravitate towards though. No. If I saw it on the menu. Like it would not make me be like, oh, I gotta get that. I kind of want to try the Elysian peppercorn one again because I really liked all the peppercorn. Yeah, I, I think you and I liked it. Chris didn't like it, right? Mm, yeah, I think that was it. Um, no, this isn't bad. It's not what I would go for. I'd probably take a lot of other beers over this. <laughs> okay. But again, this is almost a year old. This was bottled in May. Well, there's nothing to stop us now from going right into the list, right? Nothing whatsoever. Uh, nothing. There's no. That's, that's probably true. There's, Chris, what are you looking forward to? Well, There's not a dramatic event that has to happen before we get into the list. No. no, no. The dramatic reading happened before the main topic. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. You always yeah. throw it over to the main topic first, and then and then, like, no. and then we are like, oh, no! Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, well, it's time for the list, and we're looking at books that come out April 2nd. And for me, it's no question, because this is the only book that I will be buying on Wednesday. It's Green Lantern number 30 by Robert Venditti with art by Billy Tan. Hmm. Um, I'm still enjoying Green Lantern. I kind of on the fence if I want to pick up the Flash once he takes over, but um, it's possible. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm liking everything that I'm hearing about the Flash so far. We'll have to wait and see. Are you more excited for the television series or for the comic book with Fred Vent? What, who not Fred Van Lente. Who did he just say? Robert Venditti. I was thinking of like just pausing it and telling you, no, guys, we're doing the dramatic reading now. <laughs> it's my show, you sons of bitches. But then, you know, so I was steaming. And uh I, I'm sorry, I didn't listen to Robert. <laughs> Why were you steaming? Why? I don't know. we never do it then. <laughs> I know, but I, for whatever Are reason. Are you mad because you I were really, wrong? <laughs> yes, I was mad at myself. I was mad and at you. And now you're going to take it out on frankly, us? Frankly, I'm mad at the Empire. Uh, <laughs> no, um... It's our show, Paul. Flash Flash is going to be written by Robert Venditti with Van Jensen, who's over at Green Lantern Corps right now with art from Brett Booth, who I really enjoyed on uh, Teen Titans and his brief tenure on Nightwing. So that's kind of steering me towards the Flash because my biggest concern about Flash when it relaunched in the New 52 was... uh, Barry Allen? Not Barry Allen... But it was Francis just it was so watercolor washed out, and I didn't like that. Brett Booth has a definitely, I don't want to say deeper style, but it's deeper in the colors mm-hmm. uh, spectrums. I'm looking forward to that. And then Wally West is coming back. You want your Scarlet Speeder to be really Scarlet? I want it Scarlet, not Rose. Okay, well, I want to tell. So. Washed out Rose. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's I'll probably pick up that first issue of the... <coughs> Between those two reds? Yeah. I'd probably pick up the first issue just to see if it's something that I would continue reading, but I talked yeah. more about Flash than I did Green Lantern. Uh, it's definitely, the Flash book is definitely something that I, it's on my radar that I wanted to pick up as well. Well, what do you want to pick up, Paul? Uh, that would be She-Hulk number three, written by Chris Soule and Art Charles. by, or yeah, <laughs> Carl Soule and, uh, Paluta, Pluto, Pluto, Javier, Pluto. Pluto. I don't know. Uh, it's uh, got Doom in it. That's all I need to know. There you go. That'll be fun. Uh, Doom, Doom's illegitimate son is seeking asylum. And, uh, <laughs> so we got uh, Lawyer 
She, and he's lawyering up, and who better to lawyer up with than uh, Jennifer Walters, She-Hulk. So. Who's already faced off against him. Yeah. Uh, the book and Matt Murdock is supposed to be making a guest appearance. Uh-oh. <clears throat> Both lawyers. Uh, I am looking forward to uh, one of the only books I'm picking up from DC right now, and that is Green Arrow, number 30. Um, Jeff Lemire and uh, Andre Sarantino. Andrea Sarantino. Uh, part five of um, The Outsiders. Um, 29 finished up with Ollie getting what seemed to be killed. Well, that, that, that happened in another Archer series recently. Yeah. So this is going to be a holiday issue? No. No, no, not No, they're, uh, they're on schedule. Oh, okay. Nothing's, uh, nothing's. So this is, an, okay. Nothing's so this okay. is about his, uh, teenage ward who's a girl out on the other coast side of the world, right? No. Oh. This is part of the uh, oh, so outsiders okay. so that's so been going on for the last five months. That I've been really enjoying. Okay. And, uh, that's all I'm gonna say to that. How hilarious would that be? It was actually a holiday issue also. So that would be pretty funny. It would be. It would be ironically. I mean, everything's happening in December. Oh, see? I just made that up. Oh, that would be <laughs> great. I would have loved it. <laughs> but you lied to me. Like a jerk. <laughs> like a jerk, so now you're gonna have to pick. Yeah. Pick now a comic for to, me, Paul. Now I'm going to have to pause this show and find you a really good dramatic reading. <laughs> and we're back <laughs> with a dramatic reading from Wolverine and the X-Men. Paul, we got to do the next beer first. 19, page 2, <laughs> panel 3. Yes. This one? Yeah, that with, one right there. With Blade? You spoil everything! Blade, I would teach your children to hunt... And kill the denzes of the night. Denizens? Denizens of the night. <laughs> In my hand, they will become vampire stalkers of the highest order. Those that survive, at least. And that was a well-enunciated dramatic reading from Wolverine the X-Men, issue 19, page 2, panel 3. Hey, Deathlock's in this. Yeah, yeah, everybody's in it. It's what? Wolverine and the X-Men. It's great. Oh, man, Swarm? I opened up that page, and I'm like, well, this is going to be great. <laughs> no matter what what, page, what panel I pick, it's going to be great. And I'm like, well, Blade, hearing John say talk like Blade is great. It's, it's kind of like having your pick of two great comic book creators and being able to give them any character that you want. Hey, is that Peter Parker? I don't know. I think that's Peter Parker. It oh, is. That's great. Wolverine and the X-Men had a lot going on. Mm-hmm. It did. So, guys, uh, who, who who would you want on to write the book and the stuff? We got to go second runner-up first, right? Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> so the runner-ups were getting... Well, we, why, don't we, why don't we talk about what we're doing first? Okay, go ahead. And no, we, we talked about this briefly. I kind of tried to segue into it, exactly what no. we were doing with the segue, but okay. It's okay. Explain. We, uh, what we do, we talked about this a little bit at the beginning of the show, is when we have our victors from the Bagman Board comic cast, book comic book creator, creator March Madness craze. comic book creator craze. Yep. Um, we're left with a writer and an artist standing from each company. For Marvel, we had Jason Aaron. Well, we have the two winners. Well, yeah. Well, for Marvel, okay. we had Jason Aaron. 
and Chris Samney. And then mm-hmm. from DC, we had Scott Snyder and um, Greg Capullo. Mm-hmm. But then overall, we had Scott Snyder win mm-hmm. and Chris Samney win. Yep. So our runners-up were Jason Aaron and Greg Capullo, which those are still the great runners-up, Yes. which is the thing. Like You're never really a loser when you're even put into the bag and board cast March Madness comic book creator race. No, you're never a loser. In never. fact, when we go to talk to you at a convention, we make sure you're the winner. And John will <laughs> lie to you and say that you were the overall winner. <laughs> I thought I was saying that he he won the Marvel side. That's what I was saying. That's what you. That's what I meant to say. I was nervous. I know. He's how long have we been doing this for? I never do any of the interviews (laughs) because I'm always like, I'm not sure who these guys are talking to, or or I'm just like, I don't read their books, so I don't know either what they what books they were on and they drew or. Well, that's why we do a little powwow sesh right beforehand. Drink some beer, get some liquid courage, and get we on up there. We never do that. We really don't do that. We, we did that at the Boston one, remember? We left for a Yeah, while we left for lunch that one time. Yeah, we did. But we did most of our interviews before that. Yeah. But still. We came back for the uh, the people from Adventure Time. Yeah. Which you were great. Like, you did a great job in during that interview, John. That's what we need to do for all your interviews, huh? <laughs> I didn't do anything for that one. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sick Paul is mean Paul. <laughs> One time I interview anyone. Jeez. I'm sorry, I thought that was funny. If it was mean, I, I apologize. I didn't mean to step in line. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I uh, made the comment when we were talking to Scotty Young. I brought up that he won the Eisner Award. Nobody else was talking about that. <laughs> Dicks. Dicks. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> so what are we doing again? So, well, first we're going to do the runners-up. Which would be Jason Aaron and Greg Capullo. Yes. So which books were you guys... What 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 comic book would you want them to work on together? You guys are looking at me. I I don't know who goes first in this situation. It doesn't matter. Paul, you I always... don't think this one matters, but this is your baby, so okay. let's let's give it to Paul, baby. So, uh, you know, with all <clears> the... With Jason Aaron, I want him to do something that can be serious, have a gravitas to it, but also something that can be really fun and be zany and out there. And what's more zany and out there but has a lot of gravitas in it than Marvel, you know, Marvel cosmic stuff. Greg Capullo can do some really weird monsters and creatures we see it, you know, from his spawn work and also from his Court of Owls, his day trippy stuff, you know, uh, Batman's just kind of tripping on acid. So I could see him doing some pretty cool alien work and everything. Uh, and I would want Jason Aaron to write somebody that kind of has a little bit of kitsch, a little bit of a tongue-in-cheek to him. So uh, right now with Guardians of the Galaxy going on, I would like to see a Star-Lord from uh, that group together. I think it would be a Star-Lord book that I would actually pick up instead of every other Marvel Cosmic book other than that Nova that I've tried out a couple times. Hmm. Yeah, You liked Nova. Yeah, I liked it, and it's, I'm off and on on it because... Mm. The creative teams have been off and on on it. And yeah, it's been it's always rough. It's tied up in other things, and it's how it is. Marvel yeah. Cosmic, you can't you can't trust it. Uh, I just want to put this out there: is my choice for Jason Aaron is also a cosmic book. Yeah, Ooh. it does make sense, right? It does. It's like uh, where he can play around, like especially <laughs> with Kid uh, in uh, Wolverine the X Men, Kid Kid Omega. Yeah, or Kid Guardian. What was that kid's name? 
Kid, Kid Gladiator. Gladiator, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Lady Warbird. I, I think he's definitely something that he can have that tongue-in-cheek, he can have that serious, mm-hmm. and he also, also can write epic yeah. kind of mm-hmm. stuff that's going on. And then with Greg Capullo on art, yeah, I think it would work. Mm-hmm. Um, like a Greg Capullo drawing a Ronan the Accuser. Yeah, all that stuff would be cool. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> be fun. That's all I'm saying. Be a real fun book. All right. So what's your cosmic book? Uh, my cosmic book is on the other side. Okay. And it's a new gods book. Wow. I think, I think Jason Aaron could do an awesome, like, new gods Orion book. Have you been reading Wonder Woman with Orion in it? Because it's been good. He's made, he's, Brian Azzarello did a really good job. I did read, uh, I saw a couple okay. of them yeah. with that, and I, he also appeared in Superman too. Oh. But I think Jason Aaron up there with the new gods is that kind of the main character. And then all the other people coming in, uh, Mr. Miracle, Big Bartha, Granny Goodness, like all that stuff. He'd have that weird stuff to play with, with a lot of action. Mm-hmm. And, and a deep history. And yeah, huge history that he can play from. And again, like you were saying, like Ronan the Accuser, yeah. Greg Apollo could do a good job with that. He could, it's not, <laughs> it's not his, Mm-hmm. really his style but he could play with that kind of world you know you don't have to have the um kirbyisms yeah. to the to the new gods and uh i think that would be a fun book hmm. uh for myself it's funny that paul picked out this book for the uh dramatic reading because literally when we do the dramatic readings, it's just one of us going over to the long boxes and pulling out an issue at random. But I want something fun and crazy and out there from Jason Aaron. I loved Wolverine and the X-Men. And that's the book that definitely put him on the map for me. And I love Greg Capullo's kind of more horror-based artwork. That was loud. Yeah, it was really <laughs> loud. Um Sorry, I can Based see. horror book? Like, I really love his horror artwork. Uh-huh. And it's been so superhero in Wolverine or in Batman that putting him with someone like Jason Aaron, who's on Wolverine and the X-Men, I, and I want to see them on a horror book. So when I went into my picks for the uh, comic book creator craze, I went for books that actually aren't being made right now because I wanted to pick a character that you can't just walk up to the, you know, the shelves and grab a book. So I went Blade and the Night Stalkers. Oh, and it's funny that oh, yeah. you picked okay. that book I'm because like... we just had a Jason Aaron written <laughs> Blade. Because I just like took a second to be like, yeah, but I don't get the reference to the Wolverine. And, oh, because John just read Blade. Okay, yep. and the Night Stalker. Okay, he... Jason Aaron putting together a team of his like his dream team of Marvel horror characters. Drawn by Greg Capullo, just being fucking out there and crazy. I think it could be a lot of fun. And that's not just a Marvel book that I would want to buy, but that would be a horror book hmm. that I would want to pick up. I would agree with that. I, I, I like that pick. Mm-hmm. Going horror element is good. Good, good. Yes, oh. So you want to... I I also I picked two for me. Like oh, okay. I picked a Marvel and a DC. Um, my DC one for those two is Dead Man. Makes sense. Yep. yep. I mean, you can see him in Justice League Dark, mm-hmm. but I want a full-on Dead Man book. 
I think that'd be cool. That's not like the uh, the one DC that we got. Like the, yeah, yeah, the DC Presents one. Because I think that would have been cool. So that was my runner-up for them, but I think <laughs> I like Blade more than I like Dead Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think either way, I think they could do like a fun, awesome horror book. Well, I like just I mean, if you use the normal team, which is like Hannibal King and uh, like Johnny Blaze without mm-hmm. the Ghost Rider, like those were always a fun group together. Yeah. Those three. I was kind of thinking like Ghost Rider, but I'm like, there's nothing. Even if they were on Ghost Rider together, I wouldn't pick it up just for you know Marvel horror. And I'm like, Ugh, I just want it because I don't care about Ghost Rider at all. Yeah, but I think it would be a cool looking book. John, did you want to go first? Uh, let's have Chris go first, and I'll just go hey. second again. Okay. All right. For what we have, well, can we pour well, another do, beer Yeah, let's first? do the beer. Just okay. crack the can open. Well, before we get into that beer, John, you were about to tell me about your runner-up uh, pick for my runner-up uh, pick, Jason Aaron and Greg Capullo. Uh, was actually would would be Adam Strange um, for Jason Aaron and Greg Capullo because again, that space mm-hmm. stuff and weird, crazy, whatever. With that kind of epic stuff going on with Adam Strange. Hmm. Am I doing a runner-up also? If you want to. No. If you have one. If you don't have one, then no. No. You don't have to. Because we got another beer to talk about. And this is from one of my standby breweries. This is from Six Point Craft Ales. This is their Global Warmer, which on the back of the can it says it is a winter warmer, but when you actually check into it on Untapped, it is an Imperial Double Red. Mm. And man, is this a red! It's got some really great flavor. It finishes with a nice, like, kind of nutty note mm-hmm. to it. Man, is it a six point? <laughs> that? Paul's not a big fan of the Paul, six this point. Is, this is not a six point. Like, this is nothing like their other oh, beers. Oh, I think you need a little bit more of it. <laughs> no, I'm okay. Because it's I got, I got a cold. This is. It reminds me a lot of the Magic Hat Dream Machine, which I had yesterday, except better. Stronger, it reminds me a lot more. of the Bengali tiger, but with a little bit more nut flavor. See, I don't See, get no, that. It does not. It does not have that that the hops to it either. Like it's, it's got a big presentation right mm-hmm. up front yeah. from the, being that double imperial. It's like a, but it's not. It's not like a hop. Yeah, it definitely big. curtsies its way into your mouth. Yep, it's just like that buttery richness to it. I, I yeah. really like it. I, it's it's it very nice. I do enjoy it. Um. But no, this isn't like uh, any any six point. It's it doesn't taste like their normal stuff. I okay. actually I put this one at a four. Really? Yeah, I I really like this. You bet. It's, it's, I know we we're, waited we're, so long to drink this. We, I didn't even see that six pack down there. Like <laughs> this was something that we had sitting down in the like, the corner of the beer cellar and like it completely got. It was like up on a pi- paint can. I I probably would have bought more of this to have it on the side. Like I really really like this one. Guys are yeah. making my basement sound like a hoarder's house. No, it was just like it was right next on the shelf. It was there's like, there's a decent amount of beer down there, mm-hmm. and sometimes stuff just gets pushed to the side, and that's where. See if, this if we were hoarders, we wouldn't be windling down our yeah, beer true. cellar. Like our beer cellar's almost shot. Nah, there's still plenty there's, of beer down there's there. There's some decent beer down there still. Yeah, but it's all stuff that we're trying to. Yeah, yeah. Drink a lot out of there. Because we realized that what we were doing was wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we got to read those bottles before we age them. Right. So. Um, yeah, I think the only thing we have for next year down there is the Bigfoot Barley Wine. Hmm. Which I'm, the, some place I saw was selling the 2013, so I want to pick that up. 
to yeah. compare 13, 14, and then have the rest to compare for the next four years. Well, how does your next comic book Oh, pick Jason Aaron and Greg Capullo on Spider-Man would be good. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not allowed to. You can say that about no. anybody, basically. Any yeah. good top, you know, that's, you know, fun. Um, Spider-Man's drawn by Greg Capullo would be cool, because he could do some awesome stuff with webs. Would be cool. Yeah. Creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the right characters. Yeah. Definitely. All right, anyways, go ahead yeah. with... Uh, your, your, your top pick for so Snyder and uh, Insomni. My top pick from them is also a Marvel book. Okay. Um, I think it's funny that my two, like, mean, like, oh, man, this is a book I would want to see would actually be from Marvel. Mm-hmm. And, again, this is a character that's not currently being published in Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Chris Samney has a good way of... Darkhawk. No. Okay. Laying down the lines and saying, like, no, let's take a look at things and delve deeper into the history while rebuilding. And Chris Sandy, man, those just crisp, clean lines, mm-hmm. it lends itself so well to the dark. Mm-hmm. So it's only fitting that I went to another kind of, maybe could be more horror-based, but definitely delving more into the mystic with Doctor Strange. Man, you love that yourself some Doctor Strange. You know what? After I had this idea, like, when last week when we said we were doing this, and I was like, I already know my book. It was Doctor Strange. Yeah. And then I went home and I Googled Chris Samney, Doctor Strange, just to see if someone uh-huh. had, like, a sketch done by him. And there's, like, a couple Doctor Strange sketches that came up. I was like, wow, this is a great pick. Yeah. His artwork just works so well on that. Kind of, like, bleak, like, with the dark. Mm-hmm. It, it's worked well on Daredevil, and I think Doctor Strange would just give him so much more room to kind of to kind of play with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And seeing someone like Scott Snyder, who has gone, you know, Batman is such a street level character, but then over in American Vampire, he can go off the deep end. I want to see him play around there, though. Yeah, and you can definitely do that with a Doctor Strange book. Mm-hmm. I and I think seeing the two of them together on that would be awesome. Uh, and kind of in the same realm as you on this with my Scott Snyder pick is, uh, Books of Magic over from DC. Hmm. Because somebody like Scott Snyder can really play around with a kid in the Mar, or in the DC uni- Magic universe. And have like Dr. Occult, Santana, uh, all those kind of book, like it almost a melding of like Justice League Dark, and uh, Demon Knight characters throughout that book. And I think Chris Omni is someone who also could bring a lot of life to those worlds that this kid might be going through. I didn't read it, but didn't Tim Hunter yeah. show up in he showed up. He showed up in Injustice League Dark. Okay, I thought and it, it was Demon Knight. I wasn't... No, it was Injustice League Dark, okay. and it pretty much is like, oh, he's ancestor of... Uh, Merlin, you know? So, Ancestor of Merlin, modern-day Harry Potter-ish kind of a thing, mm-hmm. tossed into this kind of world. Uh, with Chris Omni doing the art, I think it would be really cool. A lot of, like, a lot of really good stuff. What I really wanted to do was the same pick that I picked last year, which was the question. Yeah, that's what I was picking I, this year. 
I had them as a runner-up for yeah. my DC was the question. Because, yeah, it's it's the perfect pick is the question. But so, I picked it last year. I know, you did, but I didn't. <laughs> Are you really? Is that yeah, your pick? that was my pick. Because, like, honestly, it's street level, it's pulpy, and Chris Omni does hell of, <laughs> does hell of a well with uh, the pulpy kind of characters. And, you know, with what DC wants to do with him now, which is make him more mystic for whatever reason, which I don't really get. Yeah. He's part of the, uh, or, you know... The Trinity, Trinity of sin. sin. Yeah, which is stupid. The question is? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That look. You're giving the Nick Miller turtle face a look right now. You got yeah. that from a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I definitely agree with you because I had two things written down for the DC book, mm-hmm. and one of them was the question because I want just that street level Vic Sage Renee Montoya mm-hmm. question. I don't want this character who doesn't know who or what he is. Yeah, like that's that's not the question for me. Though I wouldn't mind a animated series version of the question where he's just kind of crazy. But yeah, but have, he always he always is kind that, of yeah. crazy. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's, that's what I wanted last year. Yeah. When I was like, Scott Snyder would be awesome on that book. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. He it would be. Yeah. There's nothing to tell us different. No. no. Insomni is the art. Mm-hmm. I think Somni could just bang it out. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's a great pick, Paul. I cannot fault yeah. you for that at all since I had it written down on my paper yeah, too. Everybody did. I think, didn't I mention it last week? I'm like, no. 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 What did I mention last week? I don't think I let you. Yeah, like, yeah we told you. And I started talking about stuff. I was like, nope. Okay. It nope. Must have been but I also thought like Books of Magic could go either way mm-hmm. with with both of those guys. Aaron and uh, Capullo could do a good job with that too. <laughs> I for uh, Scott Snyder and Chris Samney, I also had like a Donna Troy book written down. Okay. Because I thought that would be a good sister book <laughs> to what they were doing over at Wonder Woman. Right now, it wouldn't work after David Finch takes it over with his wife. Like it just wouldn't fit. But I think Brian Azzarello and Cliff Chang on Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. and then Scott Snyder and Chris Sandy on like a Donna Troy, like slash Titans book, right? Would would be great. And it could be a spot for those older characters that don't fit onto the Teen Titans. Yeah. Well, they're all getting killed off, so it doesn't matter. Are not introduced into the new DCU. They here's thing, like they they can introduce them, like they can fold them in here because I I want that book. And as much as I like what Teen Titans could have been, it just didn't deliver for me. Yeah, because Cyborg wasn't in it, and he's the heart of the team. He's he was on the Justice League though, so oh. that worked. Yeah. They made they made Tim Drake the heart of the team, which I had no faults with at all. But yeah, I, I don't know. I think. Going Titans could be that like middle of the road age wise characters. Yeah, on but a team. It, that that's the and, exact age that the Justice League is supposed to be right now. Yeah, so it's true. like the middle of the road. There is no there's no room for them. Yeah, but that's and I thought you know Donna Troy on a Titans book, mm-hmm. kind of a fun play on words. You got Roy Harper isolated over in. Red Hood and the Outlaws. You got yeah, Cyborg but, that's now a little bit older on the and Justice League. the Justice League. Well, he's still them. he's a college kid. They yeah. got him killing him off, killing Nightwing off basically, and Nightwing. Yeah, 
Who knows what's going to happen there? I doubt that they're going to kill him off. No, I, I think we're just going to see him in a you different. You have Tim Drake persona. not being a Robin at all. He's Red Robin. He's Red Robin. He's just Red and he's Robin. On, but he's on the Teen Titans, so okay. And he was still fun. Batman's ward. Was he? Yeah. Okay. Remember, like the first issue of yeah. Batman, were like, "Who's who?" Like, yeah, you can just tell by height. Yeah, but that's because Batman didn't change in all those books. Remember, right after the launch, they're like. Yeah, Batman didn't change, and then like but it, as, it's as a new DC, slowly like, did. But it it show it shows in uh, those they had all the they all had those zero issues, which they had that zero issue explaining. Oh, I didn't read that one apparently. Yeah, we talked about it. What Teen Titans zero? Yeah, and it shows mm-hmm. it shows how he got there, and how he became that, and why he chose to be Red Robin instead of Robin because. Because, uh, Jason Todd was killed and he felt like it wasn't a good, it wasn't a move to be the next Robin, but to be his own. Yeah, but You don't want to wear the red shirt when you're on the away team. I totally yeah. understand. What? <laughs> it's true, John. Yeah? Yeah. No, it's true. Next time we go out on an away mission, you can wear the red shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, what's, do you have a pick for, like a backup pick for Scott Snyder and Chris Amney? No. No? It's no, I just question? one. Yeah, it's a question. Okay, no, it's okay. I didn't know if he had like a Marvel got side a one. perfect pick. I didn't know if he did like a Marvel one too. Mystique. Oh. Yeah, Mystique. Cool. Mystique. That could be fun. Yeah. You have You one? know, Snyder. Question was my second pick. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Because I can't pick it again. <laughs> Hey, if you have a pick, let us know. You can comment below the post for this on our Facebook. Let us know your picks for either team, both teams. Hey, we always want to know. Yeah, I'm always like, when Chris pulled out Blade, I was like, oh, yeah, shit, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. You got a teaser of it when you read that panel earlier. Guys, uh, I just want to announce we're starting a new uh, non-starter page. Uh, what you can do is go on to our Facebook page, and for absolutely no money down donated, you can like us on Facebook. Wow, we're yeah. doing that for them? Yeah, yeah. Whoa! It's on Facebook for absolutely zero dollar donation. <laughs> you talk to the you talk to the people over in accounting, <laughs> and they greenlit it. They greenlit it. Uh, you can comment on any of the. Sp- things that we posted even on this episode right here that we posted about uh also for a zero dollar bid uh if you email us contact at begdenboardcast.com we will more than likely read your email actually we have the next two weeks i have an email that you need to give me the info on it from uh one of our listeners okay see that's the kind of contact that you get for zero dollar donations <laughs> from our non-starter page uh you can also I'm actually mailing one of our listener beer. <laughs> See? For zero dollar donations. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh you can also do what what is it? The Instagrams? Yeah, I always Is that hash- like Teddygrams or I, is that Oh I wish. It'd be so much more delicious and edible. If you follow us on Instagram, well, there's a chance we that we might an, send you Teddygrams. We don't have an Instagram, but I always just hashtag the pictures for the episode. They're the same ones that appear on the Facebook. Well our tweets are still the same thing that appear yeah. on our Facebook page, right? It, it Facebook's wonderful. <laughs> okay. But yeah, for absolutely zero dollars, you can also follow us on Twitter and add tweet us at Bagnumboard. And we will read those tweets for free also. 
and rate and review us over on the iTunes. Oh, that's that, that's Paul's favorite. Th- yeah, oh, that's, that's my favorite thing. It's not Paul's. You're not doing it for Paul. Nope. I think that's why we don't yeah. get any mm-hmm. because. Yeah, yeah, I actually hate one. Paul of those. hates it. When he sees one, he's always like, oh, man. Now I feel like but I'm John, to keep on doing this show. John loves it. So, so do it for John. So do it for Jono. 